I'm Marco Werman, and this is The World, a co-production of the BBC World Service, PRI, and WGBH in Boston. The White House today is condemning the killing of the U.S. ambassador in Libya and three of his colleagues. We're trying to understand the factors that led to this tragic event. What happened exactly is still under investigation, but we do know this. Ambassador Christopher Stevens died after the U.S. consulate in Benghazi, Libya, was attacked by a well-armed mob. This is a criminal act that cannot be accepted at all, but I think it's important to understand why criminal acts happen. That's Rami Khoury, whom we spoke to earlier about what happened in Benghazi. Khoury is director of the Isam Faris Institute for Public Policy and International Affairs at the American University of Beirut. He says it's important to remember what preceded the attack in Benghazi, a protest over a film produced in the U.S., which many Muslims say insults Islam's prophet Muhammad. It's not animosity towards the U.S. It's animosity towards a, a bunch of radical, freak, criminal, offensive extremists who put out videos uh, that denigrate the prophet of one of the world's great religions. Uh, it's not about America. It's about these idiots who are putting out these terrible videos, and people are reacting against that. It happens that the embassy is the symbol that people gravitate to. Uh, and P- and the American government knows that. That's why it protects the embassy. Generally, there's systems to deal with this. Once in a while, these systems fail, and this is what, what happened. Have you seen this mini-movie or this trailer? I'm not even sure what to describe it. I saw 14 minutes or so of it yesterday. What, what do you find offensive about it? I haven't it? actually seen it yet. Mm-hmm. I just heard about this last night, and I'm going to go and look at it today, but I heard what it included, uh, and it's very offensive to, to people of faith. Now, the vast majority of Muslims who hear this or see it would not react by storming the American embassy. They would react in a, in a much more rational way. But a small number of radicals uh, will do that. And you see this in every society. You see the radical fundamentalist Christians in the United States. You see radical uh, Jewish militants burning olive trees in occupied Palestinian land. You see radical Hindus attacking Muslims in, uh, in India. Every religion has a small fringe group of extremists who will react like this. And it's really important not to take that and then say, well, all Muslims or all Hindus or all Jews or all Americans are like this, because this is the mistake that people make when they resort to cartoon-like black and white, you're with us or against us uh, attitudes. Well, Rami, tell uh, tell us more about the the kind of more measured reaction in in the Arab world today to the film and to the attacks on on the uh, consulate and embassy uh, yesterday. Well, I think the more measured reaction is people will ask about, well, where is the limit to freedom of speech around the world? We had this a few years ago with the Danish cartoons. And the caricatures of Muhammad. Right. They were very offensive cartoons about the Prophet Muhammad and Islam as a whole. Um, They are very uh, tricky philosophical questions about freedom as the absolute value. This is one of the issues that this controversy should uh, should raise for discussion. Uh, is freedom and is absolute personal freedom the highest moral value that any society should aspire to? This seems to be the, the answer in, in the U.S. and in, in Europe. The personal freedom is absolutely the highest value. You can insult people, you can offend them, but as long as you don't kill them or shoot them, that's acceptable by freedom of speech. Are are Arab media today questioning that? Yeah, yeah, of course. And I think not only Arab media, I think people all over the world are questioning it. The other side of that is, well, and I would subscribe to that, I would say absolute freedom 
is not the highest value. I think that, that human mutual respect and dignity is the highest value with a high dose of freedom. But the freedom should be relative to the factors of respect and dignity. We see it here in the United States with people who get angry at uh, Arabs or Muslims, and they go and they attack mosques and they burn mosques. And they did it in the South, and they used to attack black churches. These things happen in every society. This is nothing peculiar or exclusive to Muslims and Arabs or Libyans. This is a universal fault of human nature. But then I hear the critics cry, then you've got to have respect for people's faith, but you also have to have respect for embassies. Absolutely, absolutely. And and the vast majority of people in Libya, I think, would defend the American embassy. Many of them did. They fought back against the people who attacked it. The overwhelming majority of people in Egypt and, and Libya and across the Arab world would never do anything like this. But a small minority did. And we have to not allow our anger at that criminal act by a small group of people to change our view of the rest of society. Rami Khoury, thank you very much for coming to the studio. Thanks for having me. Rami Khoury is director of the Isam Faris Institute for Public Policy and International Affairs at the American University of Beirut. You can see Khoury answer my question about the impact of all of this on Syria. The video is at theworld.org.